the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and a happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners today. And let me thank you again for all the email, all the warm wishes, everything I've heard. We really appreciate your support. You know, I just have to say, you listeners and your faithful support is really what has made this show so successful, and I appreciate it so much. Also, hey, a special congratulations to those wonderful young athletes in the Olympics, to all, to everyone. Really, everyone's a winner when they're in the Olympics, but we're all behind Shauna Gunn, that's for sure, and I'll be talking about that a little bit later. But right now, we have our own Olympic star right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and that is Mike Himmel, a true leader, friend, and great supporter of all people with disabilities. He is the CIO, Senior Vice President at FedEx Ground. Mike, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Joyce. That was a hell of an introduction. I thought you were talking about the Steelers there for a minute. <laughs> oh, you know we love the Steelers, Mike. I talk about them on every show. Good, good. Good to be here, Joyce. Well, it's wonderful to have you here, Mike. And I just want to mention, reminding everyone, this is CIO Month. And during this month, we are honoring and recognizing chief information officers across the United States who really have excelled not only in their profession, but by taking time to care about the employment of people with disabilities. And that is what makes Mike Himmel so special, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more. I've known Mike for years, and let me tell you, he really is the real thing. Mike, I want you to start by telling our listeners a little bit about the wonderful company you work for, FedEx Ground, for those listeners not familiar with FedEx Ground, you know, the number of people, the size, and just a little bit about what your business focus is. Oh, sure, Joyce, be happy to. If I start saying too much, please please stop me because I, I enjoy talking about FedEx. And I'll just position ground a little bit in in, uh, in this discussion. FedEx Corporation, of course, is, is a big, big company, $31 billion of revenue annually. And uh, it consists of four operating companies. We all operate independently, but we, we collaborate to, uh, together. And the four operating companies are the Express, of course, which is the largest. That's the airplanes, uh, date and time definite delivery. There's the, the freight company, which is uh, less than truckload delivery. There's, of course, Kinko's, FedEx Kinko's, which is all your office supplies and copying and your office away from uh, the office. And then ground is the, is the fourth segment. So it's four large segments. Um, when you talk about FedEx ground, now, our, our service is two to five days. It is day definite, not time definite. So that's the big difference between us and Express. Uh, Express is the much larger operating company, but Ground is, is the most profitable within FedEx Corporation. Uh, within FedEx Ground, uh, we also have, as specialty businesses within Ground, we have the supply chain company. We have a company called SmartPost, which is a 
consolidator of, of small parcels that we dump into the post office for delivery to your house. And, of course, we have our own home delivery service, the little white trucks with a dog on the side to deliver things to your to your house, separate from a, a commercial delivery. So I'm responsible for the IT for, for all of those those businesses within within FedEx Ground. We have um, at FedEx Ground 515 facilities in the U.S. and Canada. We pick up and deliver about 2.7 million packages every day. And our focus, our business focus, is on service and information. You know, we we deliver on time every day 2.7 million packages and all the information that goes along with that so you can track, so you can uh, take care of claims or, or anything you need in regards to your, your shipment. So that's a real, real high-level cut through of uh, FedEx Ground. Well, and it is exciting. I know that uh, FedEx Ground has just continued to grow. As a matter of fact, while I have seen across the United States many corporations going through major downsizing, uh, FedEx Ground has continued to grow. I wonder what you attribute that to. Well, Joyce, we've, we've been very fortunate uh, in that regard. You know, I think uh, the reasons for uh, our growth and, and uh, not, not going back the other way is just a very good management here and, and a good strategy. You know, our CEO, Dan Sullivan, uh, just manages cost very, very tightly. We never let things get away from us to the point where um, we're, we're not hitting our business plan and we have to cut back on on people or assets. And the last cutback we had was uh, 10 years ago, 1996. Mm-hmm. So we've been very fortunate to be able to grow continuously. You know, we grow anywhere from 3 to 5% in people or headcount every year, and, and IT, uh, we've been on the high end of that, which uh, I've been very fortunate to be on the high end of that that growth, and um, uh, just just good management, uh, good execution, I think, and um, and that's why we we've not had any uh, downsizing activity to speak of. And you know what? That is remarkable when you think of what other companies went through, especially as you well know after. Y2K, and then after the tragedy we endured, endured you know, in 9-11. And um, I know for a fact this company has had remarkable growth, so obviously you have had very good leadership. I know you have spoken to me highly many times of Dan Sullivan, so, you know, congratulations to all of you and, and your great success there. Well, thank you. Uh, and, and, Mike, what we're doing this month is we are talking this month to different chief information officers because we are featuring uh, what we feel are the top CIOs in the United States this month. And maybe you could even tell our listeners a little bit about your IT department. You know, what is, what is the configuration? Sure. What is the hardware and software there? Sure. You know, FedEx, FedEx Ground um, here in Pittsburgh, and we, we have some people in Hudson, Ohio, and up in Wisconsin, um, we, we are an IT par- department of about 415 application developers, and we have a technical support staff here in Pittsburgh of about 125 who take care of the networks and uh, the data center and, and, um, and those parts of our business. So fairly large IT group that's kind of autonomous from the IT group in Memphis. Uh, we, we do collaborate with them a lot, um, but... We're able to support our business. We stay very closely aligned with the business here at Ground, and 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 that's what the beauty of it is. My office is right next to the CEOs, and and IT is one of the core 
competencies of, of FedEx Corporation. So nothing happens without the technology guys. And it's a, it's a really a good place to be, believe me, uh, uh, in the IT department here, uh, anywhere within FedEx, but especially here at, at the FedEx ground. Now, our hardware and software, uh, very, very uh, briefly, we, we're primarily a big IBM shop. We run uh, IBM, what's called iSeries now, uh, used to be known as the AS400. We're a very, very large shop. Uh, I'm on the IBM Board of Advisors for the iSeries. That's how, that's how big we are. Um, that's about 60% of our of our hardware uh, and processing uh, capacity. Um, we we have a large Unix Unix uh, installation on HP Hewlett Packard. They're one of our big business partners. They spend a lot of us. We spend a lot with them. Uh, they probably represent another uh, 30%. And then the final is the of course the Intel platforms and all the all the little servers that that support uh, many many of the functions uh, internally. So that's you know primarily three hardware platforms, and then our software. Um, we're primarily an Oracle database shop. We do have some DB2, but those those two things primarily. We use PeopleSoft for our HR, payroll, and financials, and primary languages for programming are um, RPG, ILE, Java. Uh, C++ and uh, SQL. All right, and we're going to take our first question, uh, email question from a Tom in Kansas. The question is, uh, Mr. Himmel, obviously you're very successful in your career and you have supported people with disabilities. Thank you very much. A question I have for you is, it seems that IT has been more open and accepting to working and employing people with disabilities than other groups such as marketing, sales, and even some other business operations at corporations. Do you have any thoughts on why that is? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. I think there's two, two things there. One is um, the jobs within IT tend to lend themselves um, to, that, to that kind of um, interaction. We have help desks. We've got... People can sit down and do uh, quality assurance. Um, we can give them the tools they need and the technology to be successful within IT. So I think it, it blends very nicely with the kinds of jobs we have in IT to use the, the disabled. So that, that's the first thing. And I think the second thing is we're not afraid to try some things. We're not afraid of change. And if this is another thing that, that helps and works for us, I think the technology guys are, are more receptive uh, to working uh, with disabled people than maybe a lot of other areas are. So those two things, I think, are the big ones. In Kansas, I'll be out in Kansas this week, as a matter of fact. I'm going to see Hallmark Cards on uh, Thursday in Kansas City. How about that? Well, you know what? I have to, you know, I have to say that, uh, of course, as you mentioned, with assistive technology today, it has equaled the, the playing field. But, you know, that other point you made, Mike, is very true because, when you think about IT, this is a profession of getting the job done, executing, getting results, and really it, it's new. I mean, when you think of other professions, you know, information technology. And I think that people in this area are open to change and, and, uh, and just really want to get the job done. I have to say, I know for a fact at Bender Consulting Services that we have had great success with all of my colleagues and friends in the information technology area. But 
I'd have to agree with you about that. I, I do think people are very, you know, open in that yes. area. Yes, good. And with that, listen, we're going to go to break for a minute. Okay. You are listening to Mike Himmel, the Senior Vice President of Information Technology, the Chief Information Officer of FedEx Ground. This is America's Voice. You're listening to Joyce Bender, voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. And if you just joined the show, we're talking to Mike Himmel, the Senior Vice President and Chief Information Officer at FedEx Ground, a real leader in the area of employment for people with disabilities, and I think we have a caller on the line. With AAPD. Andy? Yeah. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? I'm good. I don't know if they heard the whole thing. This is Andy Imperata, right? Yes. Okay. Andy, uh, welcome to the show. And just so you know, Mike, Andy is the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, and actually, what an honor it is to have you call in, Andy. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you, Joyce. Excellent. 
Do you yes, have a question I, I for Mike? I was calling first just to really thank you for your leadership. I feel uh, connected to FedEx by marriage because my wife is from Memphis, and her mother retired from FedEx a couple of years ago. She used to handle payroll, so she may have signed your checks at one point. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're at AAPD. We really are looking to the business community for the kind of leadership that you're showing there in Pittsburgh and the other locations where you have employees, and I really want to agree with what you said earlier about how the information technology arena seems to be getting it about hiring people based on their qualifications and finding ways to, to accommodate people with disabilities. We've had very good success with an internship program where we place interns in the federal government who, are, who have uh, IT experience, and a lot of them end up getting jobs after the internship, and I think part of it is they're always looking for people with skills in that sector, and the disabilities don't seem to get in the way. So I really want to thank you. And I guess the question I wanted to ask is, you mentioned IBM and Hewlett-Packard, and those are two companies that we do a lot of work with. I'm just wondering to what extent you've shared some of your success around hiring with some of the technology companies that you partner with in terms of using their software and hardware. Well, that's a great question, Andy. And, and I think uh, we have probably been negligent there. We've not shared our successes with those large companies. Typically, when we get together with them every other month, uh, we, we talk about the issues at hand with uh, projects and, and hardware and, and, and issues, but um, we've not uh, delved into that with them at all. We share a lot of other things. We benchmark a lot of other areas, but we've not done much on the people side, and, and that's a, a good idea probably that we do that. Great. Well, we're happy to help, and I know Joyce would be happy to help, but we've got a lot of good relationships in that industry, and I think if you all start sharing with each other, hopefully Joyce will have more clients and more people get hired. Well, I'll make a point to do that because I obviously have some very high-level contacts within both of those organizations, and, um, and we'll put that on our agenda for the next time we meet with them, so thanks for suggesting that. Wonderful. Thank you. Hold on. I just want to say uh, two things. First, before I talk one second about Disability Mentoring Day, to all of our listeners, as you well know, Andy Imperato is an international leader in the civil rights area, in addition to being the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, which is the largest cross-disability membership organization, which will this March 8th be having the gala, the AAPD gala in Washington, D.C., which I always refer to as the Academy Awards of the Disability Community event. It is really a great event. Um, and I just wanted to say two things, Andy, in addition to that. Number one, FedEx Ground has been one of the greatest supporters of Disability Mentoring Day here in Pittsburgh. Um, and so you know this, Mike, Andy's organization is the group in Washington, D.C. that really oversees that. Okay, great. And, and we never have trouble getting volunteers to participate in that day, and I think we all, we all get something out of it, so that's great. Well, that's wonderful to hear, and thanks again for your leadership. We really appreciate it. No problem at all. Uh, Joyce, you know, I, I follow Joyce's lead on a lot of things, and she's never never done me wrong. This has been a good one, too. <laughs> well, that's great. And, Joyce, thank you for your leadership, and for, I'm so, so delighted that you're now on the board of AAPD, and uh, I'm just really excited about, you know, how your business is growing and how we're all in a better position to make the business case around hiring people with disabilities because of the work you're doing. Well, we're, we're, I'm proud to be a partner with you, Andy. And if you're listening to the show, aapd.com, www.aapd.com, 
I am on the board, but I've made members of our, you know, people that work here for me. This is a great group to become a member of and to support. Um, and all you have to do is go to that website, aapd.com. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Joyce, and thank you, Mike. Nice talking to you, Andy. Yep. I have to tell you, Mike, that is the highest compliment having Andy and Parado call on this show. Well, he... Here's a guy on CNN all the time, on the person that goes to the White House, the person that goes to the Hill, the person that is recognized really, in my opinion, as the voice for the disability community. You know, if there is ever an issue, if there's one group that people go to in Washington, D.C., it is the American Association of People with Disabilities. Um, and what an honor to have Andy call you. That's a compliment to you, Mike. <laughs> to you, Joyce, <laughs> not me. Well, you have supported me from the beginning, which I appreciate so much. And, Mike, one question before I read you some mm-hmm. of these other questions from mm-hmm. uh, our listeners is I have asked every CIO on this month what you think are the biggest challenges you have faced or are facing as CIO. What, what would those be to you? Yeah, Joyce, uh, the biggest challenges uh, as CIO, and, and there, there's always a long list of challenges, which makes the job interesting. But if I had to identify a couple, I'd give you three. Uh, I think the biggest one right now for us is, is the management, management of data. And when I, when I talk about that, we, we have huge amounts of data here. You can imagine moving 2.7 million packages a day. I'm doing about 200 million transactions a day. And our lawyers want us to keep everything for forever. And managing a large amount of data, I worry about accessibility, you know, having people be able to get to data, to, to turn data into information. I worry about security. I worry about privacy uh, and the, the whole storage and retrieval of, of that. So that's one of our big challenges now is managing all that uh, at a good cost. The second thing is probably complexity of systems. You know, there's such a wealth of tools and, and technologies out there. When we build things, they're getting so complex, it becomes harder and harder to figure out what's wrong when something breaks. So uh, I'm on a campaign here preaching simplicity, that don't build these things so hard that uh, when they break, we're, we're down for, for more than a few minutes. So. So um, the complexity of systems is my, my second biggest biggest challenge. And the third one, uh, you know, ties into what we're talking about. I think it, it's finding good people, um, both at entry level and experienced, to feed our growth because uh, just like this year now, I'll grow at 5%. I'm looking for 20-some 20, 20 good people, and we try to mix them across entry level and experienced. And, and a lot of times they're not easy to find. You know, we're, we're pretty fussy about who we bring on, and, and so that's always a challenge for us, too, is to get the right people on board at the right time uh, with the right skills. So I'd have to list those three as probably my, my biggest challenges. And you know what? Uh, those it, Some of those have been mentioned by other people, but this is why with number three, this is where I think people with disabilities have such a great opportunity because if people are looking for good people, you know, we have an untapped labor pool that they can tap into. Uh, but before I ask you anything else, we have another question here from a Julie from Maine. And it is, uh, Mr. Himmel, I'm glad I have a chance to ask you this question. 
I see that you are supportive of employing people with disabilities. I think that's wonderful. My question for you is, why are you not hesitant in hiring people with disabilities when so many other people seem to shut the door? Well, that's a pretty easy one to answer. I think, um, you know, years ago, Joyce uh, Bender opened my eyes to to the great opportunity to have another uh, uh, feeder stream, if you will, of people to come in into IT and uh, convinced me of uh, their preparation and their readiness and really a no-risk uh, no risk opportunity to, to bring people on. And, and uh, I think uh, that a light bulb came on, come on <laughs> several years ago uh, during that discussion, and uh, it, it just, it's a natural natural fit. It's just one of many, many solutions now we can use to help me with one of those challenges. So um, uh, that's the simple answer to that. And you know, Mike, that's very nice of you. And of course, if you knew Mike, this is how he is. He is a very modest individual and yet very accomplished in his career. But you know, Mike, I tell other people that and they don't all listen. Okay. You well, did. We're one of the smart ones then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must be just friends with those people. That's right. Well, you have been a great leader and a friend of people with disabilities. You really have taken the lead in hiring people with disabilities. Um, and just for our listeners, so you know this, here's how far he went. You know, he he invited me to FedEx Ground. He had his entire leadership staff, his direct reports present on not one, not two, but approximately four occasions to speak to them, you know, about employing people with disabilities. And then after he did get someone hired and did get involved in Disability Mentoring Day, he still had me come back again. So this isn't like he said, oh, good, I did this one time, you know, pat me on the back. I mean, he really has taken this seriously. Uh, and my, my question for you is obviously you do think it's important to include people uh, with disabilities when you are hiring. Why is that? Well, I think... Um... I think a couple things. One, one is uh, I think it adds variety and diversity to to a creative group that that needs a lot of that uh, different inputs, different thinking to to come up with solutions. And we found found it ties in perfectly to our diversity initiatives and and helps us uh, advance us as a good good IT group. That that was the first thing. And and secondly, you know. As I mentioned, it, it's a feeder stream. When I talk about feeder streams, we're looking for uh, sources of people, uh, whether they be interns from school, uh, people with disabilities. I have telecommuters all over the country because we need people who can do certain things and they can't be physically located right here. So it, it just ties in nicely to the way we're trying to do business right now. Well, and once again, you know, kudos to you because, as you can see if you're listening to the show, you know, if a person is a really great leader, they then include all people, mm-hmm. not just some people. And I will tell you, with Disability Mentoring Day, they had such great success. And Disability Mentoring Day, remember, the third Wednesday of every October, third Wednesday of every October where young high school students and college students with disabilities go on site for a day of job shadowing. We'll talk about that a little bit more as soon as we come back. But right now, we're going to break. You're listening to our guest, Mike Hemmel, Senior Vice President, 
and chief information officer at FedEx Ground and a leader in this country for people with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is voiceamerica.com. Depend on it. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Ever wonder what's in your future? Why you are the way you are? Or what your dreams really mean? Then tune in and call in to the Jackie Marie Show with professional psychic Jackie Marie. With over a reported 90% accuracy in her psychic predictions, Jackie Marie answers your questions on psychic phenomenon, dream interpretation, numerology, astrology, hypnosis, recognizing your own psychic gifts, and so much more. Along with her co-host, Alan Richard, Jackie also provides her psychic insight on celebrities, politicians, new items, and a mystery of the week. That's the Jackie Marie Show, broadcast every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on voiceamerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. Whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back to the show and a happy Valentine's Day to everyone, including my friends outside of Newcastle who live in Wampum, Pennsylvania. <laughs> have you ever heard of Wampum, Pennsylvania, Mike? Yes, I have. 
Only those from around Pittsburgh would know Wampum, Pennsylvania. But, in fact, that is where I originally grew up and then moved to Newcastle, Pennsylvania, before I moved uh, to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and, Mike, before we went to break, you know, we were talking a little bit about Disability Mentoring Day. Disability Mentoring Day started with Jonathan Young at the White House many years ago. Now AAPD and Andy Imperato run this. But when it first started, and they work with the Federal Department of Labor, of course, it was just Pittsburgh, Delaware, and D.C. And we were one of the first people involved. And now it is taken across throughout the world, other countries, thousands of people participate. But why that's so important is we are trying to break down these attitudinal barriers that are preventing people with disabilities from gaining employment. And that's a question I have for you, Mike. Many people um, do not understand. I just had lunch with former Governor Dick Thornburg and former U.S. Attorney General Dick Thornburg where we were still talking about this high unemployment for people with disabilities. And yet you've been successful doing this. My question for you as Chief Information Officer is what do you think we could do to help change these attitudes people have where they're afraid to hire people? Well, Joyce, you're right. Getting the message out uh, is the key thing. And, and uh, I think we have to overcome the fear, uncertainty, and doubt of, of an area like this where uh, people issues, you know, are, are, are terrifying to, to a lot of management. Uh, they're, they know... Uh, Government sometimes, you know, puts extra burden on you. You're afraid of uh, a misstep or, or saying something wrong, doing something wrong. So I think people are a little bit on their heels when it comes to, to trying something. And uh, to overcome that, it takes uh, a continuous message of where you've been successful, um, uh, just canceling out the fears and, and the doubts, and um, uh, that's what it takes from all of us, I think. Well, and hopefully through hearing you and hearing people such as yourself and seeing what FedEx Brown is doing, you know, other companies will say, well, you know what, if they can do it, why can't we do it? Again, Mm -hmm. when you hire people with disabilities, remember, it's not a charity. No pity. You know, we just want a chance to compete. But you're hiring people that really value and appreciate employment, and that part is worth so much right there. Uh, Mike, we have a question for you from a Dick from New Jersey, and it is, uh, Mr. Himmel, I love computer science and engineering, and this is a field that I'm wanting to pursue in college. I have noted, though, that many of my friends are moving away from this area due to so many jobs being sent overseas. They feel that there won't be that much opportunity in the future what are your thoughts about this? Boy, that, that's a very valid concern. I've addressed it with, with not only my people internally, but uh, audiences at Penn State and, and, and other locations where you're right, people are hesitant to get into the field thinking that there's not going to be jobs, and, and that is definitely not true. I think um, I can speak from experience here at FedEx and from talking to a lot of the other big companies here in Pittsburgh and, and other companies around the country where I'm a, a member of a large CIO group, 
we, we talk about these things. And, yeah, there are things going to India and to China, but it's not nearly at the pace and at the magnitude that, that you read and hear about. I think there are, there are pockets uh, that are doing it, but I'll just give you, for instance, here at, at FedEx, you know, we do very little, as a matter of fact, uh, in India right now. We work with one company, but we don't totally outsource anything to them. We use them as supplemental staffing, just like we use somebody here locally locally down the road. So I think uh, IT is, is, is growing again uh, uh, domestically here in the United States, and I would still encourage even my own sons at this point to, to pursue a career there because I think um, there will there will be plenty of opportunity. I don't think uh, I don't think it's going offshore in, in mass. Okay. And I agree with you, with you, Mike. And let's also remind everyone that through the next you know decade, you're going through all the baby boomers retiring, which is going to create another labor shortage. So you know there's no way that all those jobs will be filled. Exactly. There will always be jobs here in information technology because today. No matter what you do, you have to know some form of technology. That's a great point, Joyce. You know, I have people that go on interviews, even if it's an interview uh, interview in another area, not in IT. I don't care if it's in finance, accounting, what it's in. You need to be computer literate. Wouldn't great. you agree with that, Mike? Great point. And I, I preach that all the time to even our people who run our field organizations, that you better be technology literate in a company these days. It has to be another one of the tools on your tool belt so you know how to, to you know, get your job done <laughs> most efficiently and, and best best way you can. So, yep, good point. I heard Alan Greenspan speak several years ago where he said the day would come when we could end up having the haves and the have-nots, the haves being those who are computer literate. So, again, I encourage everyone, you know, everyone needs to be at a minimum computer literate, let alone, you know, to consider still, yes, pursuing those opportunities in computer engineering, computer uh, science. Yes. And, Mike, as I, as I mentioned earlier, you were tremendous. Bringing me in to speak to your corporate leadership, as I spoke earlier. Um, and, and, Mike, you know, one day I talked to him about this, and he said to me, I'm going to have you come into FedEx Ground and speak. And he really did. He meant it. He really followed up. My question to you, Mike, is how important do you think that part is? You know, the educating people ahead of time about employment of people with disabilities. Oh man, hugely important. And and Joyce, I think the way the way you you did it, it, it was the thing that opened the door. I mean, having having a good process, not just saying here's a person. It, it's the whole process of how you prepare them. Um, when when they hit the door, they they know what they're doing. Um, there was very little risk to to FedEx Ground because I said if it doesn't work, we'll we'll uh, we'll immediately change. We'll we'll fix it. You don't have to pay anything. And I think that that's key. I think to um, to getting in a lot of places is that that groundwork where it just says we're just not another place with another set of people. These these people with disabilities, people with disabilities, have been prepared and they'll come in and help you. Uh, immediately, and I think uh, that that message was very powerful. Yes, and you know what Mike's talking about it is that when you hire a person with a disability, what we're wanting is we're wanting a chance. That's all. 
but, you know, we don't want charity. Charity is if you'd have the person there even if they weren't doing the job. That will never work. That's why Tony Quello, uh, the author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, has such a great quote, which is, give us the right to be fired. Meaning, just give me a chance. Give me a chance. No other expectations. Um, and I do think it was important doing the education ahead of time because, as you can see, it has been so successful there. But in addition to that, it may be the culture of the company. I don't know, Mike. What do you think? We have been very successful, even with Disability Mentoring Day. Why do you think it has been so successful at FedEx Ground? I mean, you did involve a lot of people. Denise Sabolsig, fantastic. Ken Spangler, fantastic. I mean, you know, we and then we met uh, Bridget Driver and Shannon Brown, and mm -hmm. you know, we've met so many different people there, but. Do you think it's the culture? I mean, what do you think it is? Well, partially, partially for sure. I mean, FedEx has that uh, as a part of their their value system. It's people, a profit, service. Okay, so you know, we put people up there first, and and uh, and, and that has, of course, come down into the to the ground organization. But as you mentioned, uh, the way we communicated it, I've got some very strong management here between Denise and Ken and Linda, you know, it didn't take a lot of uh, convincing. I think they're very open-minded, strong managers, not afraid to try something. Uh, they got great people skills, and and um, and they knew coming in that we, we don't treat these people any differently, you know. Uh, we have fun, actually, with them because of the disability a lot of times. And I think uh, it builds strong teams, and, and that's why it's it's been successful here because we just integrate people right into the team, we all help each other out, and, and uh, that's, that's why we've been successful. And, and we have, and, and everyone has been wonderful to work with. Uh, and a great environment, very accessible. The building, uh, really great. And, is, and I know when we first started, the first person we worked with there was Steve Ross. Uh, and mm -hmm. Steve just loves it there, and he has loved it. But you were right. They started teasing him right from the beginning, and that, that's how I knew it was going to work. <laughs> yep, yep. We love love having fun with Steve. Everybody doesn't know Steve. He's um, well, he's almost he's legally blind, right, Joyce? Mm -hmm. And um, and we tease him all the time in the auditorium that uh, I may have a football down front, and I said, "Hey, Steve, here's the football. Go long, you know, catch it." And and uh, the team the team does that with him all the time. And I think um, you know he pulls his weight, and and everybody knows that, and and it just uh, works real well. Works real well. And let me say, they don't have him some in, in an inferior area. He's in quality assurance in mm -hmm. the information technology in Mike Himmel's area, um, and they really, you know, have given him a great opportunity as they're also working with us and help us. Another great thing, it's across the board. It's not just in one area. And they've worked with us out of town, all in Wisconsin. And I'll have to make sure that Andy mentions that to uh, Cheryl Sensenbrenner whenever uh, we talk to her again. Another great advocate for people with disabilities, Cheryl Sensenbrenner. Okay, we have a question here from John in New Jersey. Uh, Mr. Himmel, I will rarely get a chance to speak directly to a CIO as a college student, so thank you for this great opportunity as I pursue my degree in computer science. My question is, do you feel a graduate degree is important for me to be successful? Ooh. Um, computer science, and, and the, boy, that rings a bell with me. That was my major at Penn State, I majored in computer science. 
and um, come out of there really well prepared for the, for the business world. Uh, I think the answer to your question is no. You do not need the graduate degree. I think there's I think there's plenty of good job opportunities for you with that degree, and uh, I would encourage you to do that, and then later on go back for that graduate degree, perhaps maybe the MBA or some specialization down the road. But I think you can be very successful with uh, the bachelor's degree. Okay. And with that, we're going to break. If you just joined us, we'll be right back talking again to Mike Himmel, Senior Vice President of Information Technology, Chief Information Officer at FedEx Ground, and a great business leader in this country. You're listening to America's Voice. This is Joyce Bender. VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Connecting your world. The Internet's number one talk and information station. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race star. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to the show. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. And we have as our guest today Mike Himmel, Senior Vice President of Information Technology and Chief Information Officer at FedEx Ground, and really the reason 
that I was able to first start working at FedEx Ground and get people with disabilities employed is because of Mike Himmel. Um, and, and we all appreciate what you're doing in this country, Mike, to help people with disabilities. And you, you have been very accomplished in your life. Um, you just keep moving up from when you talked about Penn State. You've come a long way since then. Uh, what would you say, Mike, what would you consider your greatest achievement? Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's, a, that's a hard one, Joyce. I think, you know, a couple things. Um, I, I'd say, first of all, I probably I'm, the greatest would be my two young men that I put out into the world. I have two, two boys who are out with good jobs and are good, productive citizens in the community. I'm very proud of them and, and uh, you know, the work they do. So I think that would be first. Professionally, I'd have to say it, it, it's the team we've built here uh, at FedEx Ground that, that is so strong that we, we can do just about anything that they throw at us, and, and we've got such good respect within FedEx. Uh, I'm very proud of that accomplishment. You know, I can almost put it on autopilot and let it run here, and I can go out and work with customers and be down in Memphis and, and doing some other things. But um, the team is just very strong work so well together that uh, that that's probably been and it came a long way from where it was as you know Joyce from the days of RPS um, some things probably weren't going so well here but now I think uh, we're we're on top of the game well you know it's so nice of you to give credit to all those people but there's no doubt about it Mike your leadership has turned things around and and you do have a great team as you mentioned um you know, earlier about Linda Carter and Ken and Denise Volsic. I mean, all these people, you know, fantastic. I know I worked with Denise first from the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I started working with Ken, and now I'll be working with Linda. And every one of the people have really been open to all of this, but you did start it all, and, you know, congratulations to the tremendous success you have had at FedEx Ground. Thank you. Um, now we can only take one more question here. Uh, from a listener, but I just want to thank all of our listeners for the email, for everything you send in, and for listening to the show. And always remember, every time you tell someone else to listen to this show, you're helping us get the news out further and further that people with disabilities can compete equally in the world of work. And so here is our question from Timothy, right from Pennsylvania. Mr. Himmel, as a person with a disability, I do have a question for you. Throughout your career, you obviously have seen many people succeed and you have seen some people fail. I'm wondering what you believe are some of the key traits or characteristics that you have seen that you think will help me be successful in my career. Timothy, you know, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I often often talk about it with, with new new people or prospective uh, 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 new help coming in here, but a couple things. First one is uh, is showing up. I think uh, being on time and, and being there is, is half the battle because so many people don't answer the bell in the morning or they, they, they get lazy and, and don't show up, and I think if, if you're there plugging away, that, that's half the battle. The, the second big thing is, is attitude, and, you know, you hear that talked about a lot, but what I call here is a healthy attitude. You don't have to have a good attitude all the time, but you have to have a healthy attitude about things. You understand what it is, what, 
what's being communicated, and you can you can disagree if you want, but in the end, you understand, and 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 you can keep that that smile most of the time. Okay, so I think that's that's the second one, and the third one is is just to work a little bit harder than the next guy. I think you don't have to work twice as long. Uh, even even a third as long, but if you just work a little bit harder than the next guy, you'll find out you'll make a lot more money and you'll be a lot more successful than than the average person. So I'd, I'd give you the guidance on 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 those things, Timothy. And, and you know what? I would have to add to that that it, you know, of course, you you have to have the skill and you have to have the academic mm-hmm. background. But no doubt about it that at the end of the day, if you gave me two people, two resumes with the same background. But that one person has that tremendous attitude. Well, actually, even if the other person had a graduate degree or other degrees, I'd take that attitude person in a minute. Because I always say, and I think you agree with this, Mike, you can teach people certain skills. But, you know, if the person's a prima donna or has a bad attitude, that's going to just be the way it is. That's right. And won't, won't fit into your team environment at all. And how much time does that take at a company? Did you ever notice how much of your time, Mike, is spent when you first were a young supervisor? How much of your time was spent on people who were the problems? Well, that's and that's so. That's part of the key is is to not bring in people uh, that are going to give you problems, and and uh, that's why we're we're pretty fussy uh, about that whole process. And, and and like I mentioned earlier, a challenge to find find the right people that are going to are going to fit and and uh, help you out in the long run. And, Mike, um, for other people listening to the show today, other business leaders listening to the show, uh, do you have any advice for them if they have people in their company working for them that are hesitant to hiring people with disabilities? Oh, yeah, Joyce, that's, that's perfect. I think the message I'd, I'd like to leave would be, you know, give, give people with disabilities a chance. I think you have nothing to lose and only much to gain in, in this whole whole proposition, I think it will reward you both personally and and professionally uh, if, if you give them a chance. And that's that's all you're asking for. Well, how about that for a message? Yeah, of course, and of course, I'll add to that ship FedEx. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we will. And you know, I want to say something about that. There's 54 million Americans with disabilities, but all those people have mothers, fathers, wives, sons, daughters. And, you know, when you are the parent of a child with a disability or husband, wife, whatever it is, brother, sister, and you know there's a company that really is being open right now in a time where companies are not open as they should be to employing people with disabilities, well, guess what? We're all going to get behind the companies that do remember us, and we're going to support those companies. So you heard it here. That's Ship great. FedEx. That's the great. Words thank you. from this radio show. That's great. Thank you. Mike, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. But most importantly, Mike, thank you for helping me change lives and open the door for many people with disabilities. Well, Joyce, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be participating, and, and we'll continue to work, as you said. And, and uh, as long as we're making, making progress, I think uh, at the end of the day we'll, we'll be uh, happy with that. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for being with us. And also remember, if you want to listen to this show again, it is archived on voiceamerica.com and will be on vendorconsult.com. That's voiceamerica.com, and you can hear Mike Himmel 
again or use that when you're talking to other companies if you want a business leader speaking about employing people with disabilities. And with that, as we close the show today, I always end with a quote, either from a person with a disability or from a great civil rights leader. And today it is from Shauna Gunn, the U.S. goalie on the women's hockey team, who, by the way, has epilepsy. And she says, epilepsy has never stopped me from chasing my dream. And Shauna, we're all behind you to win the gold. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of VoiceAmerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.